Sup fam, welcome to Storytime with Karen and Kevin. I'm your host today, JF Kevin. Today we're going to be checking out the subreddit r slash funny stories. Our first story is posted by Egregious Neurons. Last year in the shower. So I had quit drinking for many months before this, so I have to take responsibility for this stupidity. I had just smoked a joint on the deck while the sun went down on a warm summer day. Deciding to go to bed, I hauled my baked ass up the stairs and got into the shower. While I was facing the far wall of the shower, with the tub faucet and shower head behind me, I lathered up with a bar of soap. I wasn't paying total attention to what I was doing, so inevitably I dropped the soap. As anyone would, I crouched down to retrieve the lost bar. Recall that I'm taking a shower facing away from the plumbing. Like most residential bathrooms, the valve to redirect water flow to the shower head rather than the tub's faucet is activated by pulling up on a lever, which is located front and center on the spout, in much the same way as a hood ornament sits on the front of a Mercedes. It's in an upwardly extended position, sat about two feet off the floor and six inches away from the wall. In my particular case, the round metal disc normally threaded onto the top of said lever was missing leaving the 8-inch steel rod pointing upward like a candle's wick. Distracted as I was, I opted to lower my torso vertically downward by bending my knees and ankles together rather than the alternative of bending over forward at the waist. This decision proved to be suboptimal just as my waist was about 2 feet off the floor. When the tip of the showerhead's upwardly pointed lever ripped into my anus, I let out a scream and punched the shower door in such a way that I am still unable to reinstall it on its rolling tracks. Usually, when a person experiences pain, they quickly recoil from the source of that pain, such as a chef pulling his arm back after touching a hot saucepan. In my case, the position my body was in at the onset of the pain was that of a laborer about to pick up a wheelbarrow. As it so happens, all parts of the human body don't react as appropriately as our limbs do in these situations. In my case, I was actively tensing my thighs and calves in order to slow my descent since it had began. As the lever plunged deeper into my asshole and the surrounding musculature, my nervous system decided that the best way to alleviate the quickly intensifying pain and ongoing tissue damage was to immediately and completely relax all of the muscles in my legs. Oh god. As I descended further, aided by the loss of muscle tone in my legs, the faucet came off the wall and I inadvertently turned the knob to its hottest setting. This resulted in a half-inch cylindrical stream of hot water projecting perpendicularly from the wall at knee level, or what was now my thigh level. Rather than shut the water off, my flight or flight response took over and I instead tried to climb out of the shower door. Recalling that I had punched the shower door earlier, I was not able to open it. Exiting the shower also meant moving laterally, so rather than lifting my still skeered anus off the lever, I lurched forward, resulting in further tearing. The scalding water sprayed for a total of 5 seconds or so before I was finally able to shut it off. In addition, the water jet was also more than effective at propelling copious amounts of diluted blood in all directions and giving me second degree burns to portions of my stomach and genitalia. The bathroom will need to be repainted and the ceilings retextured. After calming down and drying off partly and still being a recent bachelor who doesn't own a handheld mirror. I placed my phone on the bathroom floor in order to use its front-facing camera to survey the damage. As I waited in the emergency room, my phone handily pushed my freshly taken photos of the carnage to the photo stream that my ex-wife and I share. 
It took 14 stitches to close me back up, most stitches holding closed a 2 inch gash extending radially from my anus towards my lower back. They weren't dissolving sutures, so 10 days later, as my family doctor was out of town, the privilege of digging them out of my ass went to a lucky walk-in physician. My house now has a separate tub and shower enclosures. Oh wow, okay, um, OP, I'm not really sure how this is in r slash of funny stories. This is more like r slash make your skin crawl or something. I don't know, that, oh. Just, um, I can't imagine the amount of pain you're in and uh, I never want to experience that. On top of just like thinking about how painful it must have been to, you know, go to the bathroom for a long time. I hope you're all healed up now, OP. This next story is by Suk He. I secretly have a pigeon my wife tried getting rid of. I work on a farm and found a baby pigeon in the pig pens with a broken wing, broken leg, and all his tail feathers pulled out. Being a big old softy, I brought the pigeon home and gave it medical attention and medications. A few days later, my wife, who doesn't like the fact I keep helping injured animals because she thinks I should let nature take its course and just kill them, intentionally left the pantry door open where he was being kept, letting him out. Well, two days later, while working on the farm during a very bad rainstorm, that same pigeon dragged itself out from a trash skip, that's a big old open top trash bin, and collapsed in front of me, completely exhausted and he's almost dead. He actually came to me for help and my heart absolutely broke. So I took him home and set him up a cage for him in my art studio, which is pretty much off limits to everyone else, but also the room next to our bedroom. It's been a few weeks and the splints have come off the leg and wing. He's all mended and the tail feathers have started to come in nicely and he, he's starting to fly short distances. I spent a lot of time with little Skippy. I call him that because he used to skip when he walked. We've bonded to the point that he follows me all around the house while I work. He sits on my lap and on my head while I do my art. Last night while we were hanging out, he finally started whistling again. Later that night, while my wife and I were laying in bed but still awake, we could hear a soft cooing noise. I of course knew exactly where it was coming from, but my wife was looking out the window situated between our bed and the wall dividing us from Skippy's room and remarked, that cooing outside is so loud it sounds like it's coming from inside the house. I'm convinced she doesn't know about Skippy, but holy moly, my eyes were wide and as innocent looking as they could possibly be when I agreed that it, it did sound like it was coming from the house, but it is definitely coming from outside. You know, I guess it's only a matter of time before she finds out. I mean, Skippy's become domesticated and would not survive outside long, and he loves vibing with me while I work, and I also enjoy his company. I think I just need to bite the bullet and figure out how to let her know without getting in too much trouble. You know, OP, I think this is a great story. Uh, I also have a big old soft spot for animals. Um, I mean, I just recently accidentally adopted a third cat and uh, I need to stop because I'm gonna turn into like a crazy old cat man and uh, but uh, you know your wife let's give her the benefit of the doubt here I mean at this point she can't even use the argument let nature take its course because uh, Skippy's uh, doing fine so I think you'll you'll be okay this next story is by lifted box the time I accidentally gave someone pee-pee rice and they deserved it. 
I used to have a neighbor friend that loved cooking red beans and rice, but he never seemed to have rice on hand and it gave him a good excuse to come visit me and take a cup of my aromatic basmati rice that he likes so much. He'd come over, chat, drink a cup of coffee, I'd give him a cup of rice. Honestly, it was a fun exchange until I started going through my divorce. He and his wife were a little too involved in my divorce and I learned that they weren't trustworthy marble jar friends. So one day he came over and I was frazzled and not in the mood for banter. I felt a little used too. So I opened up the big cabinet where I keep my Costco sized 25 pound bag of basmati rice that normally comes in a brown burlap bag. Normally I pick up the bag, scoop out a cup, put that into a small ziplock and send him on his way. But this time, there was a gallon-sized Ziploc with a lot of rice in it, sitting next to the bag of basmati. I didn't know why it was there, but this isn't how I typically store my rice, so I don't know. It looked like a great opportunity to just give him a few cups of rice at once so I could get some peace. So I gave him that bag of rice and sent him on his way to go home and cook it. But I kept thinking for like days about why was that bag of rice there besides the normal gigantic bag of rice why was that there why would I do that and then I remembered see a few days before I had dropped my phone in the toilet while I was peeing and like any good American all I know to do after a phone is exposed to water or in this case pee water is to throw in a bag of rice so that's what I did and then Unfortunately, somehow amongst all the stress I was going through with the divorce, I guess, I didn't discard the pee-pee rice in the trash can, but instead I put it in the cabinet right next to the other bag of rice. So there's the story. I really hope the statute of limitations has expired on pee-pee rice crimes because I just couldn't hold this story in any longer. And honestly, I wouldn't blame you if you don't want to eat rice at my house in the future. Thanks for letting me share. Well, OP, thanks to you, I just Googled what does human urine taste like, and apparently it's very salty, so I don't know, maybe you just made his rice taste a little better this time. <laughs> Disgusting, but hey, you never know. This next story is by TiaHC16. In 2013, I sent my ex a cactus. Then today, years ago, my ex cheated on me. It sucked. He did come clean about it immediately, so I will give credit where credit is due, but I needed things. After breaking it off, I wanted a clean cut. I blocked his number and all connected social media platforms. It worked really well for a few days until he applied to the cafe that I worked in, intending to stay in contact with me without my knowledge. And he got hired. That was a bit of a shock and honestly quite the disappointment. I loved my job but suddenly hated having to be there every day. It was rough, very emotional for me. I felt as though I couldn't properly heal and knew that I'd have to quit to find a new job. The situation was already pretty bad, but having to quit a job that I genuinely loved made it worse, and I was pissed. I wanted revenge. Now, I'm not a particularly vindictive person, but I wanted to release some of my anger. I didn't want to do anything that would hurt him, I didn't want to do anything illegal, or anything that would permanently damage his stuff. I just wanted him to know exactly how I felt. I ended up buying a cactus, just like a little round one. I also handmade a small mosaic vase. Afterwards, I wrote a very detailed two-page letter. It was very raw. It was very blunt. 
It was basically just a mess of emotional vomit. At the end, I drew a six panel instruction manual explaining how to properly insert the cactus into his butt. I know, I know, it was immature and petty as fuck. Not my best moment, but it did the trick. I was able to put some real effort into it and it got some of those pent up feelings out. Shortly after I quit the job, which finally stopped all contact with him. Now, I hadn't thought of him in ages, like years, literal years, until today. This morning, I received a Snapchat message from someone that I didn't recognize, and I opened it. It was a photo of the cactus in the mosaic vase with a huge pink flower on top, and the caption, it's in bloom. I lost it. I haven't laughed this hard in a hot minute. Oh, I hope this story makes you laugh too. That's some classy revenge OP. I like it. It's not, you know, it's not over the top. It's classy, real stylish revenge. I was not, I'm not gonna lie. I was kind of hoping that at the end of the story, it was gonna, you're gonna open Snapchat. And it was gonna be the cactus was in his butt. And our last story today is by Old Run 9285. My boyfriend's stepmom tried to heal me of my lactose intolerance. My boyfriend and I moved away from our hometown about six months ago. Unfortunately, we weren't able to go home for Christmas due to me having to work over the break. So a few weeks ago, I went back to our hometown solo to see my friends and family and collect Christmas gifts that we weren't able to ship. I went over to my boyfriend's dad and stepmom's house to pick up the loot and they invited me to stay for dinner. To preface, his family is extremely religious. Not just the pray before meals and bedtime kind, but the his stepmom genuinely thinks she is a prophet kind. So dinner's going well and we have polite conversation and we talk a lot about the move and how we're adjusting. And after dinner, his stepmom offers dessert. She says she picked up some pie and ice cream and starts to prepare the plates. I tell her, thank you, but I can only have the pie because I'm lactose intolerant. His stepmom looks at me, slowly walks over, and says, Dear, let me heal you. I was confused, and for a second I thought she was joking. She then holds her hands up over me and says very casually, I declare you healed. As if she's done it a thousand times. So then she goes on to explain that at some point in my family's history, there was a, a generational curse put on my family and that's caused me to be lactose intolerant. Meanwhile, I'm just sitting here wide-eyed and nodding my head, obviously freaked the fuck out. She once again raises her hands and says, I declare you healed. I had no idea how to respond. So she then looks at me and asks if I would like some ice cream. What am I supposed to say? I mean, if I say no, I'm pretty much denying that she's a prophet. And if I say yes, I'm gonna have the shits for the next few hours. I was so stunned, I just, I just said yes. She then serves the dessert and watches me eat every last spoonful of ice cream. I thank her for dinner and get the hell out of there. After I left, I went to this awesome karaoke spot that I go to every time I come back. I had already had these plans, so I went. The whole time I was there, I was running to the bathroom every 20 minutes. Uh, there was even one point I had to stop singing a song to go to the bathroom. All in all, in hindsight, it's a hilarious story that I like to tell everyone at the bar. 
I can't believe these people are going to be my in-laws. So OP actually adds an update. <clears throat> this woman is very religious, but she's also very rich. She got a bunch of money from her ex-husband in the divorce settlement. I mean, so rich that she actually paid for my boyfriend's brother's entire honeymoon. She sent them on a week-long all-expenses-paid trip to Cabo, including the plane tickets. So, I might let her think she's a prophet until after the wedding. I'm not gonna lie, I want a free luxury honeymoon. And if eating lactose is the way I'll get there, then I'll suck it up and do it. Also, I live out of state, so I barely see him. Ladies and gentlemen, that's how you do it. Poop your pants for a free honeymoon. All expenses paid, poopy pants, not a problem. I, I mean, I've definitely pooped my pants for less. In fact, I've pooped my pants for free. Looking back, I wish I could have got paid to poop my pants. That would have been a great job. I'm, I'm like really good at it. I'm too good at it. As an adult, I'm too good at it. But anyway, that was our last episode. Thank you so much for listening and we love having you here. Please, if you like what you heard, go ahead and subscribe. Hit the notification bell if you're on YouTube. If you're listening from a podcast, you can subscribe there too. You can hit the thumbs up, or if you hated it, you can go ahead and hit the dislike button and tell me off in the comments. And uh, yeah, that's it for today. Bye.